The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Traffic congestion on Dublin's Quays is causing headaches for business people travelling to and from the convention centre. Stephen Meehan, the chief executive of that centre, uh, says that people are experiencing up to an hour of delays due to concerts happening simultaneously at the Three Arena and is calling on Dublin City Council to take action. Well, to talk about this, I'm joined by Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor at the School of Engineering in Trinity College in Dublin. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, um, this problem, I mean, it is a real problem. Um, I don't know whether there are any solutions, but it's ridiculous if there's something on in what used to be the point, the three arena, uh, the North Keys are just at a standstill. It would seem that way um, that the traffic flow that happens around any time there's an event on in the the three arena um, is very heavy. Um, I'm not sure that there are any kind of flexibility in terms of the public transport offering that's provided down that part of the city. when a big event is on, like we saw last summer, big events in, in Marley Park and other parts of the city, the public transport kind of wasn't there. So I do think that that needs to be looked at and we need to look at um, a better kind of mobility plan for the area if this type of, of congestion is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, many people, you see them walking to the three arena along the North Keys. I mean, they they may take uh, public transport, they may take a dart to Connolly, they may take a, a Lewis if those options are available to them. But if you're on a bus, you're stuck in the same line of traffic as everybody else. Yeah, you are. Um, And I suppose when you look at other cities and you go to events in other places, you do see that, you know, the private traffic is taken out during during the time that there's a big event on. We see that around Croke Park as well. When there's a match on, uh, all private cars are kind of taken out of the mix and the the priority is given to get public transport and and to get people out by using bigger modes of transport. So I suppose that's the kind of thing that needs to happen. But there is, you know, there, there'll always be a certain percentage of people that are going to need to get to these areas using a car um, because yeah, they've got but, a blue badge. Using a taxi, for instance, you know, if you've got, say, a big medical conference on in the convention centre, and these are high rollers coming in from elsewhere, they're world experts, like our own Professor Luke O'Neill, and so on. Now, he could walk across the bridge from Trinity, he'd be fine. But those international experts who come in, they're going to go either by, you know, chauffeur-driven car or by taxi. And those are just as caught up in the congestion as anybody else. And if we want to keep getting that business, if we want to keep having these kind of events in the convention centre, we've got to make it easier for them. Yep, you're right, Pat. We do need to make it easier for them. Um, I suppose, again, having been to types of convention centres like this around the world, you're right that there there, there is a big, a large kind of drop off um, um, space where people will come in a taxi. And I suppose that's not that inhibited in front of the convention centre. But I think the issue that seems to be happening down there is that there's not a lot of people um, listening to the rules of the road or following them um, around yellow boxes. And that traffic has been backed up into the convention centre um, uh, at the car park. Um, what bothers me about all of this is that who gave permission to build a convention centre on the Quays? Dublin City Council, or maybe it was its predecessor in the docks, I don't know. But it was certainly a local authority kind of function. Who gave permission for the development of the point which became the Three Arena? Um, Who built the tunnel um, that comes from uh, the M1 and stops (laughs) short of going across the river because there's a nice little earner on the, uh, the East Link toll bridge? Do you know what I mean? Like, who is planning all of this stuff? 
That makes it so difficult. I remember one night I was doing an outside broadcast and I was driving back um, and suddenly as I hit around Dublin Airport, I realised that there's a match on the Aviva. So actually going through the tunnel was going to be no good to me. I was going to be jammed in the tunnel, uh, stuck in the tunnel, so I had to take the long way round all the way round the M50. Do you know what I mean? No joined up thinking, it seems to me, because these are not like Garth Brooks once in a, you know, blue moon. The convention centre and the three arena are operating all the time. They are indeed, Pat, and you would scratch your head sometimes to think, you know, where is the joined up thinking here? You know, certainly around the the convention centre, getting traffic in and out of it. It's not rocket science. It just means that different modes of transport need better priority at certain times. And the location of the convention centre where where, where it is, um, again, going to other European cities, convention centres like that tend to be a little bit further outside of the, the city. With a with a very good um, rail line connecting them to the to the main city, so you know perhaps the location is, is something to think about uh, for any future things like that. But yeah, there no, needs no. to be joined up thinking. <laughs> yeah, Brian, look, you're asking the impossible. We warned about what will happen when the pediatric hospital opens up in uh, in James Street. We know there's going to be problems, inadequate parking for people, who, uh, many immunocompromised who are definitely going to arrive by private car. Staffs going to have to be there at all hours of the day and night are expected to get a Lewis that's not running at the time. Come on. <laughs> you, can't, you can't expect that kind of strategic thinking from people who don't seem to be able to do it. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Both of those examples are very unfortunate. But you know that where the hospital is is where it is. The convention center is where it is, and we just need to be better at planning our events. And we need to be like you know we have a schedule for conferences in the convention center probably two or three years into the future. The same with the the three arena. It's not beyond us to be able to think of ways in which we can you know free up traffic coming in and out at Christmas when we have Operation Free Flow. That type of thing we need to have down there um, when these events are on. Give priority to traffic, give priority to buses that are shipping people out of these um, uh, these events. People also live down there. You know, people have to get there. Sometimes they have to get a private car. One of my texters says, before you shut all cars from the keys, remember there are a few of us who have physical disabilities and public transport does not serve our needs. That's from John in Cork. Yep, no, definitely. And you see that again uh, at these big um, events that there is parking provided for people with physical disabilities that need to be able to use a car to get in and out of the event. That has to be prioritised and then they shouldn't be, you know, stuck in traffic for two hours just because they needed to get there by car. Um, So what I would suggest is for the, the that the City Council should look at is some sort of operation free flow in the area when the events are on that you expedite traffic out as quickly as possible shut down maybe routes that are around the the, the two different uh, arenas and give priority to traffic that's that that's at the event so you say there is a traffic management solution definitely the the, the roads all around that part of the city are highly um there's, there's there's multiple sensors down there we know exactly what type of traffic is down there there is an issue i suppose that getting in and out of the convention center because of the lewis and delaying the Lewis, and that's something that, that, that we can't do. But we know exactly where every bus is. We know exactly where all of the cars are down in the area. Mm. It needs a better traffic I plan. mean, you talk about being able to drop off at the convention centre. That is when you finally get there. 
There is yeah, space for taxis to pull in, absolutely. Uh, but then you might be uh, queuing to, to get to that point uh, for quite a long time. Uh, some of the uh, other calls coming in, it's every day. It's not just when concerts are on. They took out another lane to make a cycle lane after O'Connell Bridge recently heading for the North Keys and there was standstill before that. Another one, the traffic plan is not in place unless you are on a bike. One third of available space has been given over to bikes and we understand sustainable tra- uh, travel and all the rest of it. But, you know, this is a, a, a city that has not really been planned. That's one of the problems. It's not like New York or Paris or any of those cities. It's just kind of been allowed to grow organically. True. And I, I suppose those cities have their problems as well around traffic when, when there are big events. on. But like as the caller said, yes. The traffic down that part of the city seems to be a, a daily occurrence. There does need to be some better planning. You know, the convention centre opened over 10 years ago as well with the the, the updated Troy Arena. They're holding bigger and bigger events. Um, so we need to look at the planning around transport in that part of the city again and maybe schedule them in, in such a way that, you know, you can clear out traffic from one if there's ever events on them both. That, that you can clear out traffic from one before the other one um, goes in. But all of the events that happen in both of those um, are, are arenas um, go under planning permission. And that's something that needs to be looked at mm. um, you stronger. Know, it I is think. very possible you can have an event in Croke Park, an event in the Aviva, an event in the Three Arena and an event in the Convention Centre all at the same time. That's not beyond the bounds of possibility. I'm sure people can tell me when it did happen. Yeah, no, definitely. And you look at any city that hosts an Olympics, say, for example, and they would have events with thousands of people at them across across a, a big city. Obviously, Dublin will be a smaller city, but it's not beyond us to be able to do it. It's not beyond us to be able to put it in the traffic management to enable this to happen and enable everybody to get free, everybody to get equal access to the events, the ones that do need to drive and the ones that don't, that you put in good public transport um, to get them to and from it. As I said, we've probably got a year or two years worth of, of events in both of those areas um, that, that we could look at and do a traffic plan around. And I know yeah. during the summer when there's events in, say, Marley Park or any of the other kind of concert venues around the city, we'll, we'll be having the same conversation that public transport wasn't put yeah. in place. Uh, OK, well, Brian, thank you very much for joining us. Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor of the School of Engineering at Trinity College in uh, Dublin. I have to be a bit careful. You give permission to a, a concert hall to have concerts. You give permission to a convention centre to have conventions. And then maybe trying to circumscribe them and tell them, no, you can't have a concert on that day because something else is happening somewhere else. I'm not sure that that uh, would uh, be fair, just or even legal. But that is not necessarily what Brian is uh, calling for. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.